Hey, welcome to Golly Journal Talk, where we have a good heart-to-heart discussion on what it's like walking out this walk with Christ. My name is Lori, and I'll be your cheerleader on this journey. The segment, there is a bit of a journal entry that I can't wait for you guys to listen to. But before we get to that, I think we should, I would love to have like a conversation with you guys or like poke the bear, if you would say. However, I mean, I just want to know how you guys doing, like what's new? Has life been any better since the past like week and a half or two weeks since I last messaged y'all? Not message, but rather spoke to y'all. I mean, I hope there's some good stuff in there. Some good as coming from anywhere. Y'all, life. Have you ever looked at the stage right now that we have? Like the whole world, what's going on? We got two tropical storms back to back hitting America basically in the same area and then the eastern side where i am at you know in japan they have we have two typhoons back to back in short order behind them behind each other slapping the same area you know affecting the same countries i mean y'all should pray for south korea and north korea japan too down south it's it's not good it's not looking pretty and lo and behold you know elections coming up in america I know not everybody who's listening is an American, but you know that America has great influence on the world overall, culturally speaking. I mean, for all those who are Jamaicans, you know, the election just passed and, you know, GLP. If anybody doesn't know what GLP is, there are two main parties in Jamaica and GLP was one of them that won. Um, Some of my Jamaican listeners, I don't know if you're okay with that or not, but I know for a fact that God appoints leaders he pulls them down he raises up kings and he he pulls them down the scripture would say you know so they serve a purpose and the purpose is to advance his timing advance whatever it is that he wants so you may not like who is in power but you have to respect the office you know give unto caesar what is due unto caesar kind of a thing but there are so many things so many little things happening I mean, COVID is still with us for most of the world. Um, some countries are kind of picking up back in terms of economy. Some countries still haven't even moved past that. Some people are stuck. And there's so much uncertainty everywhere. Like, no one even knows what's... Like, you'd be wondering, what is God up to? And for those who are spiritually inclined, you know. He's always working. You know, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, that song, Promise Keeper, all that, all that goodness. He's always working. He's always doing stuff. You know, he's a mastermind. He's the master in this game called life. In this chess play. I, would, I wonder if we can consider life a chess game. You know, it would be very harsh to consider life a chess game now that I think about it. But yeah. And then I hope that, you know, from your feedback, I can get stuff that you guys are interested in. We can have other conversations about the world. But my question to you is, are you ready for whatever it is that God has for you? 
whether it is that his rapture is coming back or are you ready for the world to end are you ready for whatever blessing is about to come your way whatever storm is about to come your way are you ready for whatever it is that you're going to be facing because if you're not well As I mentioned earlier in the previous segment, this journal entry that I recorded, oh, I won't necessarily say it's heavy, but it's sombering and it's solemn. And I'm still in a meditative, retrospective mindset, just listening to it again i hope it does something for you as well so enjoy this journal entry this morning i have so many things on my mind to discuss with you guys today a bit sobering maybe but I hope all in all I give you guys some perspective or I can offer some perspective or some encouragement for the next set of moves that you're gonna have for the rest of this week and following week until the next time you hear from me the past couple of weeks or past couple of days transformed me somewhat you know um, it reminded me of my humanity and I was confounded with the question what the hell did I just do or rather what did I just do or what the heck I just did I know many of us as followers of Christ or as people who want to be followers of Christ or followers of Christ we have this daily battle as Paul talk about it about the flesh and the spirit fighting and then there's this thing of the enemy sending trials your way or sending some form of conflict your way in the form of probably work or family or just covid whatever kind of stressors that you have and then you find yourself in a position where you know fully well that you should not you know what you were doing yet you still allow yourself to do it and in the moment yes you probably enjoyed whatever it is that you did whether it's eating that chocolate bar that you vowed you won't eat or going back to a diet and eating junk food that you vowed you won't eat and after that there comes this guilty conscience now guilty conscience is just the holy ghost pricking you making you aware of like hey you know you did something wrong and it can be as simple as as i said eating something wrong or something more complicated like having a friendship with persons that you know will not add to your life or going back to a friendship or some kind of connection with persons you know that will lead you in a particular path that it's just not where you're gonna be is like going back to the old man kind of a thing and this past weekend i've learned some things about 
I've been reminded some things about the human condition, the human mind. And going through those things brought on a series of like guilt, shame, condemnation, which we all know come from the enemy. But then there was this attitude of, I don't want to go to God with it because I know how dirty I am in his eyes. And then I don't, it's as if you know you did wrong, but you don't want to face your father to feel or because you expect a a look of disappointment a look of or an air of i'm disappointed in you i disapprove of your life or you know how could you do this all these things that we have subconsciously and we have this ability to just you know keep quiet to just say i'd rather not face that um, and then I was reminded of the fact that he already knew, you know, anything and everything that you said he vowed, you wouldn't know. He already knew that you did it. He already knew that he wants you to just come to him with it. But you're always confounded with your mind saying you're not worthy to do that. Or who are you to go before him with that? And with his words saying... I'm here for you. I know what you did. Come and talk to me about it. You know? It's always... It's a conundrum that happens every time you go contrary to his will. Whatever it is for you. Whatever decision that you made that you know that probably wasn't what God wants for you. And it may not be sinful in, you know, generally speaking, but it's sinful when you know it's clear disobedience. You know? If you told it to go left and you deliberately went right. When you know left is where you should have been. That kind of feeling. And it may be that when you went left, you know, you hadn't met into anything just yet. But the mind consciousness that kind of jabbing, jabbing you and saying, like, yo, you should have like, you should have like, um, went le- you should have like, went whatever direction he said to oh and i'm just like wow either way one thing i learned and when i was walking is that i was reminded i wouldn't say learned rather reminded of and i think i said it before the fact that he knew he knew before you even did it he knows now it's time for you to get rid of your pride. Your pride and face the music. Whatever it may look like. And realize that you've faltered, yes. But he's there. And forgiveness is there. Maybe certain things are put into place that you're going to have to face and go through with him. But forgiveness is there. The peace of mind that comes with walking according to what God has for you is there. That being said, are you willing to go before him with it? I remember I was talking to a friend as well. And they're like, are you ready for God coming back? You know? Because with all the world is moving. You know, I know every generation says that, yo... We are the worst generation. Like every generation before always said that the generation after is like 
first generation if you're anything Jamaican generation of vipers and all these lovely things that they love to say but you cannot deny the world is in a place like it's as a precipice it's the most and it's all in line with what God or what Jesus the same person what Jesus said in um in the end of days you know what God said in the end of days what's gonna be like you know that you know there'll be wars room of wars earthquakes famine I mean people are gonna try this government kings are gonna fight against kings I mean things like this all in Revelation and in Matthews and in Daniel talking about the end days it's clear it is clear that we are living in that time and it's clear when he says in the latter days he'll pour his spirit upon all amongst all flesh i feel that we are in a season where if you don't know god like you ought to know him for yourself and every person's relationship with god is completely different but if you're not in fellowship with god for yourself you're gonna fall for anything out there that seems like it's right there are many things that are coming at us that seems like it's right seems like the right thing to do but the underbelly of it is not the the motive or the driver is not god and then once you join and bang we're gonna recognize that hey what am i attaching to me what what am i putting or investing my emotions in because where you invest your emotions is where you put your priorities you know and that, and that means it's important to you so all that said you're gonna have to get to a place where you can pick up you can discern what's real and what's fake because what's in it, the counterfeit is looking even more real than it did back in the day and you're gonna have to move away from what is ex- what is the ideal look you know to the heart issue the substance i keep talking about the heart the substance beneath the surface not external things what you think it's supposed to look like but what it is actually like once you walk with him because my friend I was talking to him I was saying to him that hey you're holy not because of any work that you did because man cannot make themselves holy there's no action on the earth that a person can do that will make themselves holy you're holy on the basis of your faith you're holy because you believe god made you holy you're holy because you believe in jesus christ and you believe that he has made you holy with his sacrifice and in that belief that belief requires some form of expression and an expression is obedience and that obedience would mean abiding in his law and following whatever he says now do you falter yes do you find yourself in situations that you know in yourself you should not have been yes does your conscience prick you yes well i hope it does because the bible says it's gonna turn over people to a reptile mind is that their, their mind will be seared with an hot, hot iron because in their mind they won't have a consciousness they won't have a conscience saying or nudging them saying that hey that's wrong but in that state you have two choices as adam had in in the garden two choices 
Are you going to make excuses for your actions? Are you going to eat your pride, fess up for what you did, and be okay with the consequences that follow? Because one of the things people always preach about is the grace of God. And it's, it's bountiful, it's there. But there are always consequences to your actions. Once you do something to set something in motion, because the the mystery of everything is that God is completely just and completely merciful at the same time. So even though you were sorry for your actions, there might be a situation where God might block that consequence or it might be where he will help you through that consequence. But you have to be ready to face the consequences for your actions and you have to be ready to face it with him because facing it without him is still putting you in a it's gonna put you in a or a situation of condemnation it's gonna put you in a situation of guilt and shame which still isn't what he wants for you you know he wants you to face it with him if it is that he's gonna allow you to go through the consequences of your actions you know it's amazing how much he loves you and people would say well if God loved me he wouldn't have made X happen but I would say that's how he proves that he loves you that even when X is happening because of the actions that you did he's still there carrying you through it you know healing you from it because there that that consequence might serve a purpose there was something that was hidden in your heart that you didn't know that you had beneath the surface and it brought that up to the forefront where you can actually address it with God and deal with it, you know? I hope this session was something that you were enlightened by my ramblings. I don't know how guys how, how you guys even take my ramblings, but yo appreciate that we'll always appreciate that but god god is just like god is god yeah man like but he's just my friend love to say this word an enigma enigma there we go that word keeps giving me a tongue tie <laughs> he's a phenomenon inexplainable you can understand his actions you can't fully comprehend God he is he is an unpredictable constant which is an oxymoron because something being constant suggests that it's predictable yes but yet God is unpredictable because he's constantly there and he's constantly working but his manner of working will always change so you may have gotten used to him coming out working it out by removing the thing from your life and he might say you know what i'm gonna switch up the solution i'm gonna prove to you that is another way and there are avenues and ways where you never even have the moment to consider that it could it could be solved in that way and you realize that it's more meaningful in another way you know it's amazing he is unpredictably constant <laughs> and you have to have faith in the fact that you have to know that he's a good god you have to you have to believe in that and whatever you face whether it's consequence of reaction or your lack of consequences of reaction 
He's still a good God and he's, he's there with you through it all. Uh, fam, I should say thank you for all that you have said. Some people have given me really good feedback and I'm working on creating it or creating this, how do we say, this podcast and organizing. I'm going to fix it and stuff, but sometimes I feel like just doing a journal entry, you know. I'm going to drop two scriptures after this. Hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful night if you're going to rest. Sleep good, walk good. Love and peace, fam. Alright, so now for the scripture. Now, to be honest, I had a little bit of a time to find out what scripture I was going to use to say to talk to you guys. And I'm doing a study with my friends in the book of James. And James 3 was what we were looking at this week. And something struck me and I felt this is what I sh- should share with you guys. So we're looking at James 3 verse 2. And it says in IV, we all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Now, James at this time was addressing people who are of influence, who are teachers, warning them that, you know, you have to be careful because as a teacher, you are held at a higher standard or a higher regard because of the influence that you have on people. Notwithstanding, yes, teachers are held at a higher standard, but they are still prone to stumbling because we because of who we are innately as human beings but that being said does not give us an excuse because in romans 12 you know my favorite book favorite chapter of the bible one of romans 12 verse 1 to 2 states therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your body as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god this is your true and proper worship do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now, this piece that Paul re- wrote down as a means of encouragement to me. Because, you know, it just shows that you are able to do this not by yourself, but with the power of the Holy Ghost, obviously, to live above sin. It's the Holy Ghost gave us that power to live above sin. Um, the blood of Jesus removed that sin from our lives, you know. And the Father, you know, all in one, help us to get to the goals or the destinies that he has in store for us. You know, the plans that he has for us. But in essence, you have to transform how you think. You have to change how you think. You can't live like the world. You can't conform to how the world thinks the patterns in which the world thinks you have to transform it and when you transform it or renew your mind renewing your mind comes from well actually being obedient to the holy ghost for one but actually going into the word of god and you know actually digesting what the word says about certain things and to be honest yes we stumble but we don't have to stay there you know and i think a lot of the time when we stumble we feed shame and guilt because we're thinking we are giving ourselves just just results for what we're doing 
or the just recompense for what we did when in truth is the bible said he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we come when we confess them to him you know what i mean and the truth of it is the shame guilt and condemnation that we feel is not something that god gives us he gives us conviction and bible talk i think it's first timothy that talked about it so all scriptures are given by instruction and um it's profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction in righteousness he has first timothy 3 16 i could be wrong right second timothy 3 16 one of those two you know and it's 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 for us to remember that it's not about us it's really not about us it's about god and it's about his glory so if god is faithful and just to forgive us our sins who are we to keep shame and guilt and condemnation on ourselves for what you know for what so i hope that encourages you and i hope you see that you are encouraged i mean jesus when he was actually talking to the people or people that he healed he would say stuff like go and sin no more you know what i mean renew your mind renew how you think change how you think ask god to show you how to to change how you think and to act properly serve him and in that and give yourself grace too honestly not to say you make give yourself an excuse to sin no there isn't that but you have to realize that god already knew everything that's gonna happen in your life or what's gonna happen you just need to confess it to him which is what adam should have done in the garden but no he played the babe game and blamed everybody else but himself not realizing he still made that choice that decision to do what he did um i hope this blesses you i hope you have an awesome day and pray for your girl love and respect bye y'all